It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan. Well, howdy, and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Last show of the uh, 2023 uh, year. I'm done next week. We'll be back on the second. So uh, enjoy us today because this is all you're getting for a while. And we figured we'd go out with a bang, which means we're bringing in a big-time guest today. You know, this was originally Dwight McCowan's spot. Dwight's got a coaching thing in Nacogdoches today, so he's not here. He handed it off to uh, our buddy Wace Forga. Forga calls me today and says, "Uh, by the way, we're all sick at my house. I can't come in today, but I got you an even bigger guest than me. I I was afraid to ask him. He volunteers. He says, it's Riley Fincher. We welcome Pleasant Grove's baseball coach to to the program today. I would talk about football, but uh, you're officially now head baseball coach again, right? Yep. All right. Officially there. It's uh, (laughs) – But, uh, yeah, it was fun football season. Oh, it was well, a also. great football. First of all, great to see you again. Same here. You're Same looking here. good. Appreciate it. You, you look like it was a, uh, a bountiful year. It was It was fun year. It yeah. was a, a fun year, and uh, that's how it is every year. Well, you hope that's how it yeah, is every year. Absolutely. There's been years it's not that fun. Yeah, there has <laughs> been. There's, there has been, but, uh, no, this year was fun, and it was exciting. I, I don't remember – if I'm looking at a, a Pleasant Grove roster of A, talent on the field, B, kids that are going off to the next level to play, that there's been a better team since 2017 than the one you guys had this year. Yeah, they were very talented, um, played the game extremely well, and just very humble kids. Yeah. That was the – and, you know, I think you saw their signing thing last uh, Wednesday. We did it early. Right. Because uh, school was out early for us. And to see those guys talk about it, the ones who signed early and move on, just – how humble they are, um, and they played the game the right way. Right. You know, unfortunately, it came up short. Somebody cries the last time, yeah. no and matter what. One, one, one team walks out without crying. Yeah, absolutely. But it was a fun, you know, it was a fun season, and especially to play that game on Friday after Thanksgiving, that atmosphere. Right. That uh, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty special, also. That game, of course, being Carthage. Yep. Which. Uh, I'm going to go one for the ages. Honestly, I, I, it was one of the more compelling games that I'm, I'm trying to go back and think about games that have been as built up and lived up to the billing as that game was last month. Yeah, I don't know since, you know, this is my uh, 11th year here right. at PG, and I don't think we've had one. You can go back to the 17 one right. in Gilmer, but it didn't have the hype leading up to it because right. we were still. Um, improving every year unproven at the moment and to have that game this year to you know we knew it'd be a huge game we knew I think the shock of it was the crowd there you know we knew it'd be a big crowd but last year when we played in Marshall it was an it was an okay crowd let's just be honest it was an okay crowd but this one on both sides you know uh it, it was fun it was it was a fun fun atmosphere like I said unfortunately it just didn't happen in our favor it was, you know, Pine Trees, great stadium, but a little on the small side it was. for for a, a game that had as much billing as this did. You kind of thought it was going to be either Longview or maybe Tyler yeah. that would have made the most sense for the crowd that you anticipated. Um, Longview, they were still playing right at that time, and it was yeah, y'all guys come play here, but there's no one working it right. So and, and we understood that, and so uh, uh, we hadn't played there in Pine Tree I think since '16. Oh boy! In the second round, uh, and so to go back there to play, um, I think the only thing if if you'd ask our our side and their side, go back and be like, we did not know how bad uh, the crowd and traffic would be. Uh, it was not very well set up for all the traffic that was there. There's one road in and, and one road and out. One road in, one road out. Right. So after the game, we're sitting there, and you know the other two teams are coming in, yep. and it was a lot of this, but. I think to have everybody there, and it was it was a smaller venue. I, I think there's still seven or eight thousand there. Oh yeah, it, it was loud. It was yeah. loud, and it was a fun, fun atmosphere. <laughs> fun atmosphere to play in. Yeah, I did that game in '16. You were talking yeah. about, and so that's the only time I'd been to Pine Tree. And I, again, it's a cool drive in. 
The road in is really cool. It sets it up very nice. The stadium's really attractive. But when the announcement was made, you guys were doing that. And then it was a doubleheader with Texas High afterward. I thought, oh, my God, you're never going to get cars in and out of that place. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, that's what you know. I was telling our other coaches who it was their first time there. I was yeah. like, man, when you drive up to it, it's spectacular. <laughs> yes, and it, it didn't hit me until we got there. And I was looking like, this. there's no way out of this nope. place. There is no way out. Nope. So, especially after the game, we lost, you know, in such a, a, a close way just to sit there right. and look at the – the crowd and traffic going, oh, we need to hurry up and get out of here. I, the longest I've sat this year was at Forney, I think, which I learned a lesson about where you park. You never park near the stadium. You always park as far <laughs> away as you can, closest to the exit. That's it. I sat – I was very close to the stadium, and I sat in my car for probably 45 minutes and couldn't – I never moved. Yeah. The next time we didn't play off game there, I parked right by the entrance. <laughs> it took me long enough to walk to my car, get in my car, and I was out that fast. The Griswold way. That's right. That's, that's right. You know, you the long get, park. That's it. That's right. That, that's exactly Wally right. Wally World. That's exactly it. <laughs> Riley Finch, you're in here today. Join us. A 903-735-9905 is the number here in the studio. Uh, I think I reached out to you after the game. I asked if the officiating was as bad as people had thought it was or said it was. You never responded. I, you may have gotten lost in a ton of text messages you had that day. If you were going back now and looking at it, did you feel the same way today as you did that day? Was the officiating okay, or was it? No, was I think it, it was. Bad as... It was just. Uh, it was uh, two really good teams who played, and a call could have happened on our side, could happen right. on their side. But you know, at the end of it, and I know the officiating right now is huge of what happened uh-huh. last Friday in state championship game uh, in the five A one. That's the stuff that we see—the one little bitty call here and there, sure. but. You know, stuff can happen throughout the whole game that you don't see. So, um, no, you don't want to say it was that. It was just they made one more play than, right. uh, you know, our guys did. And it's it's a whole lot easier. You know, we talked about it, and I've talked about it in the spring too. It's easier if you lose a game by 10 in baseball, 21 in football, than a run here yep. or three points there because you're just over and over every single play you're replaying in your head. The uh... – you and I have been around long enough to know there's there's a penalty on every play. Right. It's just a matter of if officials see the penalty that happened on every play. Uh, you know, we heard Pat Mahomes complain about, oh, my guy was lined up offsides, but it didn't affect the play. That's such ridiculous stuff. I can't even believe he said that. But we all know every play somebody's doing something that's against the, the rule. It's just a matter of if they – it's like speeding. Did I really speed <laughs> if I didn't get caught? Exactly. That's kind of what happened. You know, I know, I know there was a, a push out there. Social media had a thing. You, you mentioned it even about the uh, the sock game uh, last week in the uh, in the championship. Um, there's been a social media push about we ought to find college refs to be able to work these games instead of high school refs. I'll tell you what I think, but I'm going to let you say yours first. What, what's your thought on it? About letting the college, college – Getting college ref- referees to work the championship games. No. I, I like the high school refs because they've called the games the whole season. They it uh, It's an honor for them to be chosen to play, right? you know, to officiate in those games. And then if we go to the, quote, unquote, the college level and those guys, it's just a paycheck for them. So I, I truly believe officials, for the most part, they're out there trying to – uh, uh, get every call right. Sure, trying to make sure the game is run smoothly, um, regardless of of what sport it is. So, and nowadays with there's so many cameras everywhere, there's replay everywhere. They're always going to be scrutinized. You know, they're always going to be scrutinized for every single call, and especially in a high ga- a game with so much on it. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm in the same column you're in. I don't want. Don't bring me in new referees to call games. I think guys earn their way to the better games, to the championship games. I don't know how Texas does it. If it's a point system and guys get awarded the chance to work those champions, I don't know how it works, but I do know that I'm with you. I think it's an honor to work those games. You guys earned your way to them as coaches and players. From the broadcast perspective, I always thought it was an honor to be able to be up there calling games at, at the highest level. I don't want somebody else replacing me to be able to do that when it's time for the biggest game. And I don't want officials the same way. And if we if we really believed that officials were so 
willing to ruin their reputation over throwing a game because they happen to be from that town, well, then we may as well just stop doing all this. Yeah. I, I think we're at a place now where, as you said, there's so much scrutiny that guys would never get gigs again. They'd be. All, I mean, you guys have that ability every week after you have a game. Yeah. That Now, we don't want this officiating crew again. And once that gets out there, it's hard for those guys to get work. They either they either do it right or they don't do it at all anymore. Yeah, and I think they, you know, the guys who do officiate, you know, the way we do it in high school, you you talk to whoever you're playing with, and you're like, hey, what crew do you want to use? Right. You know, regardless of what sport, and yes, I'd like them. No, I don't like them. We'll agree on them or whatnot. But those guys, as officials, for the most part, they their job when they step out there, um, it's prideful for them. Yes, they have a lot of pride in it. They have a lot of pride in it as as uh, the schools do, the players do, the coaches do, the admin, everybody else is involved in it. So it just, for lack of a better term, it sucks when it comes down to right. something like that. And you can see it over and over and over. But in that moment, that guy is making a call in a split second, just like a coach is making a call in a split yep. second or a player or whatnot. So there's there's a lot of factors that happen into it. We had uh, Alan Metzel on the other day. If you'd asked me week one, week six, week 10, is Gilmer going to win the state championship every week? I would have said, no, they can't stop anybody. They want a state championship. Crazy. You saw them. They gave up 63 to you guys. Was that a team when you saw them that you thought, ah, oh, these guys can win state? Not to be mean, to them, but no, not no. at all. <laughs> not a, and I've talked to some of their coaches about it. Right. Um, how they improved and they rallied behind, you know, their team, they had a, uh, you know, the 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 kid who started for him at corner receiver, yep. his mother dying, and they rallied behind that, and they just, they kept playing every yep. time they stepped on the field, kept improving, kept improving. And I don't want, you know, you hear people say, well, they they didn't, you know, in the finals they played. It doesn't matter. Right. You won the last game of the year. You did something right. And, you know, for that staff and him in particular, He's such a nice guy, such a great yeah, Alan's guy. Yeah, a really nice guy. He does everything right, right. you know, uh, in this profession. So, um, does it hurt a little bit, you know, when a team like that wins? And you beat – yeah, it does. But that was also, you know, eight weeks ago also. Sure. So, Yeah, everybody changes in the eight Ever, weeks. There's no question. There's no – I mean, you know, you can go back to us in right. baseball in 21. Yeah. We changed a lot from early to the end of the year. So, same thing with those guys. And, you know, it's pretty awesome to see a team we play a lot who compete, and that's just going to make uh, each season we play them, it's just going to continue to be more fun. Has there been a better – and I'm, I'm, that's a stupid question because there's longer rivalries, but since about 17, I can't think of a better rivalry at 4A than Gilmer and Pleasant Grove. No, it's pretty big, and it's it's the, the, the communities know each other, the coaches, the players. Yep. Everybody respects each other off the field, but when it's a, a game playing, like – it's serious, and it, and it's carried over in other sports. And in other sports, they're not near as successful. Right. But even when they play us in other sports, it's there. It's there. And it all it goes back to what happened in 17 when we go over there and, you know, we stop all the streaks they had yep. and, and started it. And now it's like, okay, this is who we're going to be. I have said this. I will say it until I see something different. It, it is still – the most exciting and I think important game that I have seen calling games. It was. That, that win at Gilmer I thought was the most important win I'd seen at games. Yeah. It you know, you can go back and look at it now and what it changed for our our program, what it changed for the way people think about our football program. Yep. You know, we've always been very successful in other sports, but to go beat them, you know, at their place, yep. they're on a roll what they did, and we just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then I think we won five in a row against them. Yeah. Then they won uh, three in a row against us. You know, this year we go back and beat them. So it's going to happen, you know, for years and years to come. And so it's a fun rivalry. There's no doubt about it. No question. Riley Fincher's in here. We got other sports to talk about. There's uh, you got a baseball cap on. I think maybe we can talk baseball for you. You got a camp coming up too, don't you? Oh, uh, we, we just had. We just had it. We just had it. Yeah, ah. it was it, it was fun and successful. All right, well there you go. Yeah, <laughs> fun and successful. That works. Baseball is coming up in uh, just a sh- a few short weeks. We get back from the uh, break and uh, it's almost it's almost on us. Yep, it's almost uh, here. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. Riley Fincher from Pleasant Grove. 
hanging out today. Last show of the 2023 year. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard on the fan, 107.9. 12 Vital Farms Farmer, thank you for all of your hard work and bringing bounty to our table. I cannot imagine what our lives would be like without you. I know there are times when you must get tired and feel underappreciated, wondering why you do what you do. But please, know our household appreciates you every day. Our communities need you, our country needs you. Vital Farms and its customers would like to thank all the farmers for their hard work this season. Learn more and leave your own holiday message for them at vitalfarms.com forward slash thank you. Actual customer note read by Vital Farms crew member. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. My Grandpa Lou is the reason why my dad and I started racing, and I'm really proud to follow on his tracks. But when my Grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. I've learned a lot on this journey with my Grandpa Lou, and the memories of my Grandpa will always be with me. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Talking about Alzheimer's can be really tough, But if you notice something, have a conversation with your loved one. Encourage them to see a doctor or offer to go with them. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. The Alzheimer's Association provides care, support, and research to help you take control of the situation with your family and manage the disease together. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Leaving the Yard live at 5 Monday through Thursday afternoons. And Leaving the Yard Rewind Tuesday through Friday mornings at 7 on 1079 The Fan. We got about 19 minutes after the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach here on the Fan 107.9. Riley Fincher from Pleasant Grove is in here hanging out today. Baseball coming up quickly, and uh, we were talking about the competition between Gilmer and Pleasant Grove in football and other things. You've had a really great competition with Liberty Island over the last handful of years, and Zach Fowler's been over there, and and you've been coaching over at PG and um, have been represented in in state championships for the last few years back and forth. Uh, um, and that's a rivalry that we're going to lose after this yeah. season. You've got one more season of everybody being at 4A, and then Ellie's about to slip down to 3A, and that you'll still probably play games, but you won't have the same level of importance as they would playing for district championships like you've had. Yeah, it, you know, it's going to – it's been fun. It's it's definitely been fun. You know, when it, it flipped around in the end of 20 season and, you know, when Zach and his staff just got – they turned it around right. of what had happened right. to it and to 
to know that the rivalry is is huge for the city, huge for the communities. It's just it's fun to play those games against them. Um, the crowds are huge, and yep. it, every game means so much. And you know, we've talked extensively about you know with um, if they were going to stay in four A or drop down, and they dropped down by seven students, yeah. I believe, in three A. So. We're still going to play. Um, we're still going to play. One, it's local. Sure. I, you know, I'm, I think I think we need to play if we're local. Uh, it's huge for the community, and they're very well coached, and it's just, it's going to help us as much as we're going to help them playing in it because um, some of our games we play in district, you know, it's they don't help you. It much. is what it is. They don't I hate, help you. I much. hate saying it like that. No, I we get have to it. take care of ourselves. Right. That's probably going to happen with who they're projected. You know, in um, there's going to be some games that they'll play that's going to be tough for them to find a competitive edge. Right. So we'll still be playing. There's no doubt about it. I, and I think it's great. I, it's we, we've got some other rivalries around here. We've seen go, fall by the wayside. Whether it's Arkansas High, Texas High football, whether it's the talk of oh, we ought to have PG playing Texas High, LE and Arkansas High used to play each other all the time. Yeah, I almost hate or a little free, fearful of LE. So going down to 3A, and now all of a sudden you have nobody in town playing each other because you're all at different levels and in different things, and there's no more district competitions. It's great to hear, and I, can, I imagine Zach feels the same way. They want to keep playing the games because why wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, So right now we play each other uh, three times. Right. Um, we probably won't have three games, but we'll play at least once. Sure. You know, Our sub-arches will still play. And all that, but we'll make sure that you know we'll play a game at our place, play a game at his place. So sure. the crowds are still big, and it's still just a a fun game to play. That is going to be something exciting before we get into our playoff push of district games. Yeah, uh, the three game thing, which is unique. I think was it this round of realignment they started the three games, or maybe it was the last one. We've done it before in the past, and we took a break, right. and then we came back this right. round of realignment. You like the three games, don't you? We do. Well, yeah, I do like it because one, there's no ties. You know, right? I mean, you're going to know because you've you've played everybody head to head, so you get that out of the way. Um, you're going to see it's going to force your team to have more than one arm or two arms. Sure. You're developing more arms to throw. And plus, from where we are in the state, it's hard for us to get games. And so it's easier for us to have those 15 games there. But as far as having other arms that we have to have, because you can go back, you know, on previous seasons, and the one that everybody will think of is the 17 season, it was two guys, uh, Caleb Bolden and Tyler Jeans. Yep. And that was – and we leaned heavily on those two. That, that worked did, real well. And they did a heck of a job. <laughs> yeah, but, right. you know, last year we were able to – I think we started in the 15 games, we started six or seven guys on the mound. That's crazy. To give them experience because right. we knew we didn't have to have it in the playoffs. So yeah, that's crazy. I like it. There's no telling what's going to happen with us. I've seen all different alignments, you know, Jeez. all the projections. No one knows. No one knows. So – We'll see what happens in February and how we'll have to get our schedule going that way. If I was going to ask you to put your $100 down, I know a week or two ago somebody posted the supposed idea district of having you guys in Pittsburgh and Spring Hill and Gilmer and Center and Carthage in a district together. Your last $100, would you bet that's a yay or a nay? I'd say no. Yeah, I would, that's, I would say no just for – I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think the travel that's going to happen. Right. I think I think what's going to happen to us is what's happened to the guys. Uh, I think we're going to go up thirty. I yeah. think that's what you know. We're just going to keep adding the guys from thirty. We'll make that trip. Um, Who's on thirty that would work for you guys at four uh, A? I uh, mean, Cato Mills. Okay. Uh, maybe Quinlan Ford. Is Rain still at four? Uh, no, they're. I think they're three A now. Okay. If you add those guys in there, and then it's kind of an easy travel yeah. with everybody. Um, yeah, I could see that more than I can see going south to yeah, center in Carthage. Center was in our our district one early on. Right. Good gracious. Oh, I know it was a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember games in drive. center. No, thank that you. That was not a fun drive. No. So I think they'll keep all those guys over there. Uh, and and of course we forget North Lamar is still going right. to be a four A. That's why I I believe North Lamar is going to be with you guys as well. And I I certainly don't see going south. I, I think I agree with West as being the potential yeah. thing. I don't know if that means Gilmer and Spring Hill stay or if they keep going west and they put Gilmer and Spring Hill down with Carthage and Center, which would actually make sense. And they've done that before. Right. You know, they've done it. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. if it. 
If anybody knew, you know, it'd be out there. But everybody's got a projection. Six on weeks. It. Everybody's got a projection, and in six weeks, there's no there's no chance of anybody getting on a computer and nope. figuring it out because it'll crash like nope. it always does. But if you were Desoto, what do you do? Do you go five uh, A or do you uh, stay up at six? Oh man, good gracious! <laughs> or go to college? Or go to college? As, as good as they are. Right. I don't know. I think you know. I, I could see them. Let's go to five A and just try something really? really different. You know, I mean. You know, the competition, you're still going to have some good teams at right. that level. Right. Um, and maybe it's just something that they're looking at, like, let's just try something new because they've proven what they've done. And right. The talent they have on that field, good gracious, last Saturday was unbelievable. It was stupid yeah. uh, how good they are. I, I, I the, only, the only problem I would have about them being at five is probably they and Alito would see each other in the regional final. And that's the, and that's, and that's the, the state championship game. And that's game. the game everybody would want to see. Yeah. You know? That's the game everybody right. want to see. So, but I mean, you look there. Let's see who they play in semifinals. Uh, uh, South Lake Carroll, right? And that was very close game, competitive game. Could have gone either way, right. but there's that was about <laughs> it for them this year. You know? Yeah. Well, they the Duncanville. They, they played Duncanville. They played them in they district did. after the game right. that was rained out, or right, like, right, right. And I think they still won by. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, fourteen or seventeen. They, yeah. But, I, I just I. I'm afraid if they move to five, they're just obliterating everybody. I mean, I've, oh, yeah. I've been calling games in 5A for the last two, three years, and they would obliterate just about everybody in 5A, and it wouldn't even be close. Their size and speed is right. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> you're it's right crazy. at college. I, I'm, I, yeah, but you saw it like against, you know, in the 6A competition. Yep. It's, I don't know. You know, they've opted up the last however many alignments, so. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Claude Mathis has said he hasn't. They haven't decided yet. No, they're decided. still they're, they're still decided. hanging on to it. I think they're all probably making everyone wait it out just yeah. because. But anyway, realignment's fun. It is fun. Now, uh, for you guys in baseball, really nothing's going to change a whole heck of a lot, other than probably seeing Liberty Allo go away. Paris is still going to be a four A. You'll probably still have North Lamar in Paris. You'll probably still have. The Spring Hill Gilmers. I can't, you know, you lose Liberty Ilo, but I don't know that they Sulphur replace Springs them. Sulphur Springs is in there with Sulphur's us. Sulphur's in there now. So, and that could be a thing where, you know, we lose L.E., uh, Spring Hill comes over, or Gilmer, one of those. Because right now, they're they're not even in our area, our region. They're in three, in Region oh, 3. okay. This last year alignment in oh, baseball, right. Gilmer, Spring Hill, Carthage, Kilgore, uh, Bullard, all Region 3. Isn't Pine Tree coming down to four as well? They are. They yeah. are. So that could be a – a thing there as well with them. There's no telling. There's no telling. It's still kind of, you know, and this has happened for I don't know how many years where it's going ahead and split in football, not in the right. other sports, and it's still kind of hard to. Are you a fan of the split? I wasn't at first, but I am now. Okay. I am now um, just because I think it establishes everything. Okay. You're already established. You, you've you got it. Um, you know exactly who you're going to play. You don't have to sit there and play like, you know, are we going to get in here? Are we big or small? Yeah, it's a right. four. Is a four seed now going to be a two seed? Right. Uh, you know when they get in, I think that's the only thing in the six A level that one the the talent is more because there's more bodies that those first round games um, they're competitive. They're more competitive than what that's right we normally have right. because of that aspect of it. But there's talk of them going ahead and splitting it in all sports too, and I just don't see that happening either. No, I don't. And of course, there's still talk about seven A. Right. And, and you would expect the next realignment probably is going to see a seven A level brought into the mix but i don't think for for 4a i don't think it makes any difference you're in a corner where you're basically going to get who you get and there's really not much difference again other than maybe sulfur springs would have been added in into football the rest of everybody around here in in paris now Mm -hmm. back the rest of everybody around here is basically 4a division two if you're in 4a right right so i like and you know i like the way it is right now like i said it it keeps our we we know who we're playing in district and it's just it makes those certain games in district a lot more exciting. Yeah, the Gilmer game is like, you know, it's exciting because now we know that, hey, we're going in. You know, this is, you know, for the last three or four years, it's for the championship. That's right. It's it plays huge in seating. Does it matter anymore? Uh, yeah, I think it still matters. I definitely think the the championships still matter. It definitely it means something to the kids. It means something, okay, you know, to the coaches. Um, and then once you you know, I wish they would drop it down in four A like they do in five and six A, where you get home field advantage in right. the first round. I think that's a that's something that is needed. I think well, you it's, guys got it anyway this year. Yeah, we got it this year, <laughs> but 
I think it's, you know, you earn that. Yeah, that's know? right. No, uh, I, I'm in full know, agreement. In all the other sports, it used to be when three, if you want it, you got to buy. Right. Now, if you win it, regardless of what level it is, you get – because it's so hard to find stadiums. You're you're losing money each team on travel and all that. Especially the first week. Especially the first week. Right. So, let's – the team who won it, let's give it to them. Let's reward them. Gosh. I, uh, 5A's done it. Right. I don't know why 4A hasn't done it. I think they pro- – uh, the – what? School board – I'm excuse me, not the school board. The superintendents and the ADs – didn't push it this last time, did they? I, that I don't know. That's yeah. way above oh, that's your, me. Your pay grade, but uh, you know, there's some stuff they do in five A and six A that it's just you wish they'd go ahead and do it in all the levels. Right. In all the levels, and I know those schools are larger and everything, but like you know, for us in baseball, now they have it this year in five A and six A. It has to be a series all the way through, unless. Each school says no. We're playing just no more coin no flipping. More, no more coin flips in five and six A. Right. Not in four A. Not below. in four A. The death of the coin, which I'm O for eleven years on that. <laughs> you haven't won a coin flip. I can't tell you the last time I've come close to winning a coin flip. We'll come back. We got to talk about that. <laughs> we got new. Somebody else got to flip the coin for Pleasant Grove. It Absolutely. can't be you anymore, or, can, or they got to call it anyway. You are correct. All right, we're going to take a break. About 29 minutes till top of the hour. It's Riley Fincher you're hearing, baseball coach over at uh, Pleasant Grove. We'll take a quick timeout. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard here on the fan, 1079. Ho, ho, ho. Santa here. Wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas. And this will be an especially good holiday for this good little boy. My name is Keith Newton, and I just won the $5,000 on Texarkana Media. I got calls, and, and, and my, my inbox has been blowing up. May the spirit of the holidays remain in your heart all year long. Congratulations to the winner of my Christmas grab bag from 1079 The Fan. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer, Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting? Yeah. When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. 1079 The Fan, weather forecast for the four states. We have a 30% chance of showers later tonight with a low of 47. 30% chance of showers before noon tomorrow, then turning partly sunny with a high near 67. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers, cloudy with a low of 51. Listen anytime on your computer or smart device through our website or with the Texarkana Media Center app from the Google Play or the App Store. Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing.
righty, welcome back. We've got 25 minutes till 6 o'clock leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Riley Fincher, Pleasant Grove's baseball coach, sitting in today as we are wrapping up 2023. We were. This is the time of the year we're going to start seeing all of the uh, all the magazines and newspapers going to come up with their end of the year thing. Best team, best coach, best player, whatever. What was your What would yours be here in town? For give me instance. Give me what you get in town. Like team of the year in town. Ooh, from twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. That's a lot. That's a, that's hard to go back. I on. know. I mean everybody's going to look at success on the field, and it's hard to go against uh, uh, Liberty Ilo and what they did last okay, year. Okay, so LE baseball. It's hard to, it's okay. hard to go against what they did, the, um, going it, going as far as they did, okay. turning it around, getting better, and just improving every time they went. I agree with that one. So, athlete of the year. <laughs> male, male athlete. Because I haven't oh. seen enough of the females oh, to be able to. gracious. Male Thanks. athlete of the year. Oh, man. I had um, two names. Okay, um. All right. Selfishly, yes. Uh, Brenton Clark. Okay. Because it's the athleticism that that kid has. Okay. Is unbelievable. Um, oh man. Just, you can't <laughs> on the so, spot. You're on the spot I know, now. But there's so many. I'm going through everybody at our school and the other schools that we've seen right. play and everything. Um, I mean, it'd be hard pressed to go against our quarterback, yep. Kari Johnson. That would have been one of mine. I mean, that that kid is special. Special, special, special. Yeah, it's a Josh Gibson word. You were going to have to flush that out more because Josh <laughs> just he drops special, and you 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 know it means a lot, but he never really defines oh. what does that mean. Well, especially with Akari, one the type of man he is. He is a leader. He was a quiet leader, yeah. But he led in the right way. Um, he led as far as how he handled himself in practice, what he did in games, um, unselfish, and. He was if we needed somebody stopped on defense, he went there. He he covered you know the best players. If we needed a play on offense, it was going to number two, and it was no secret. Right. And I think when everybody knows you're getting the ball, and you still make plays happen, that's that's when you know you're special. Did having a lost year help him grow? Um, you know that's kind of there was a lot uh, put on him. You right. know, coming in and to to have him lose get, that year, get injured. Know, to, yeah, he you know he broke his arm. I think the second series right. of the game, uh, his sophomore year, and he never was mad at anybody. He was never mad at not why me, why me. He was at every meeting, every practice, and I and you could say like uh, maturity wise, he grew. A lot right. through that experience, and right. you know, and when something, when you lose something, is taken away, you sit there and realize how fa- how how much it you need it or want it, and it's important to you. Sure. My other athlete of the year was Ty Wade. Oh yeah, see, I wasn't even. There's so many of yeah. them, and golly, that, that would have been my other guy. Yeah, he he what, just felt like you couldn't pitch to him. No, and what he did last year, I mean, you know, they went on a run, uh, a very special run. Yep. And the same thing with Akari. Everybody knew Ty, they're going to go as far as Ty Wade That's and what right. he did. And it seemed like every time I'd read the paper or online or something, he led the team. Yes. Ty Wade led the team. Yes. And he made everybody around him really good, a better player. So, yeah, he had a phenomenal year. and He had a Barry Bonds year, I thought. He did. It was, he either was going to hit a home run or they were going to walk him, yeah. and there was very little in between. And then if they needed somebody on the mound to pitch, right. he, he wasn't a pitcher. No. Not really. Not, you they know, ask him to do some stuff. But he he did probably it, and it's going to be fun to see what happens with him too. Because yeah. his hands are extremely fast. Yep, extremely fast at the plate. So if you can hit, they're going to find a place for you. To Where play. do you play that guy? Do you, do you get a chance to watch him at all? Because I, I mean, they've, I, played, they've had him at time. shortstop. They've had him at pitcher. They've had him at catcher. I, I don't know at the next level what his natural position is going to be. He may end up being a first baseman. It could be a first or an outfielder, a left fielder, right fielder. Um, what they've done up there. Uh, their right fielder last year came in as a third baseman, Diggs, and eventually moved him to the outfit because he can swing it. Right. You know, and uh, that could be something that he he moves out there because he's, he's – your hand-eye coordination has helped so well as being a catcher, playing short, pitching. Now you go out there, the game's going to slow down a little bit for you out there, and it's going to help you hitting as well. Right. So that's going to be fun to see. Those are my two guys, though. Yeah. Kari was one and – 
Yeah, Ty was the other that's one. A, that's that's two darn good ones. Uh, I, you know, I've racked my brain a little bit over that. And there are a lot of guys in, at all four schools. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You could make an argument for Nate Wall had a really good year over at Arkansas High for football. Uh, you mentioned Brenton for for PG for baseball. Well, let's go take on Thomas Curry. Thomas Curry, yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that, and that just popped in my Boy, head. Boy, that's of what he thank you. of what he did. Yeah, that's. That's phenomenal. Yeah, that but yeah, that's see, I'm thinking team sports. I hadn't yeah. even thought about Thomas, which yeah. of course golf is a team sport too, but Thomas Curry is a kid who yeah, I had a great chance to to spend a lot of time with him. Right. He was in a classroom across the hall for me. He was in my room for some stuff, and so I had a good chance to visit with him an awful lot. And I don't know you mentioned Akari and being a quiet leader kind of kid. I don't know that I've seen a more focused kid on his craft than Thomas Curry. If you don't know who we're talking about, I'm talking about the golfer over at Texas High who's now at the University of Arkansas who, if he's not playing in the PGA or Live Tour or whatever it's going to be by then, then something crazy happened because he may be the most honed-in player for his sport that I've ever met. Yeah, uh, and the guy who you know well also in uh, Cross and Chuck Cross. Yeah. He's he thinks the world of Thomas. Oh yeah, and just you know he, he had the chance to quote unquote coach him over there. Now he plays golf with him all the time at the country right. club and talks about he's gone and seen him. Um, and he every time I talk to him, if he plays with him, he he just it's, it's something new every time that he talks about. Like I can't believe he did this. Right, can't believe he did right. this. And so and if you met Thomas, if you don't know him, he's. You never know who he is. No, not at all. He's what five nine, five ten, maybe, That's maybe, being generous, yeah. maybe. <laughs> you look like he couldn't generate any power at all. But it's it's the lesson that golf's not about the size of the guys. You don't have to be John Daly to hit the ball hard. And every everything he does is pure. Right. I mean, there's not a. It's just. It's pretty awesome to see. So if if people if they're interested in that stuff, there's videos of him online. Yeah. You'll see him play at Arkansas this year. Championships. Just watch the way he plays the game. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a great. See, I'm glad I had you in because yeah. I had Thomas not even on my list, and I can't believe that. I say I feel I feel really bad right yeah. now about that. All right, coach of the year. Oh man, good gracious. <laughs> I mean, I don't. There's, there's so many in our in our town. Who, right. The if you're new, if you're old, of what you've done, and you can say with success and everything. I mean, you can go look at our football program, what we've done, and Josh, what he's done yep. to lead our football program to heights that no one ever thought would happen in this community, right? in this state. And I think last year, let's say, I mean, in the last two years, we've gone 13, 12 and 1, and I don't even know what we were last year. I think we lost two. So to go 25, 25 and, and two three. Or three yeah, in, in two years yep. is – it's phenomenal, you know, uh, in that aspect of it. But there's – and then it's hard to go against Zach and what Zach's done right. in L.E., you know, for a team that – and we've talked about this and a team that we handled very well, you know, when we played them. Yes. And could have just laid down, but he led his team and didn't let those losses affect him when they got in the playoffs and just – he kept instilling in his team, uh, you know – this is what's going to happen. We're going to win. We're right. going to do this. And to see his team lead all the way to Austin, that's two guys right there that yeah. right now in this area at the top of their craft. I would make honorable mentions. I think Trey Outlaw, while it's yeah. not showing up in wins and losses yet, it's going to. You just get the sense it's going to. I don't know. Maybe he's a year early of getting that kind right. of thing. John McClure had a really young team this year. Yeah, I know you had four yeah. freshmen. He had a bunch of unproven kids that he really didn't know what he had starting the year uh, that he molded into a pretty good baseball team, too. He's probably an honorable mention guy for that. Yeah, you talk about you know those guys, especially Coach Outlaw, that you know they don't get near as much to put because they're in Arkansas and it's you know right. where they're doing the Texas thing. But the, the few times I've heard him speak on, on your show or anything else – I think the one of the main things you can say about him is his passion for the game and for that school to see them because he knows the history of it. Yep. And he's very adamant about that. So I think that that's huge and goes a long way. And you talk about, you know, same thing in McClure and Coach McClure is um it's just every year you 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 look up and they're quietly having a very, very really good season. Yeah. You know, and it's just all of a sudden they're in the playoffs, they're uh, either they're you know they find ways to win, right? You know they're blowing somebody out, or they're they're winning a game in the playoffs first round on one hit. 
Yeah. But you find the right yeah. guys to plug sure. in there. I mean, you plug in guys in certain situations, and he, he's on. He's able. He does that because he knows those kids, and he believes in them. So. Yep. Like I said, that's two pretty good ones also. There's that Fincher guy that's pretty good too. No, that <laughs> that guy's got a great coaching staff around him that helps out but you know, tremendously. And that's a good thing to say. Those other guys do as well. Yeah. And every one of them would say the same thing. If you ask McClure, you ask Fowler, you ask Outlaw or Gibbs, they would all say the same thing. I got amazing coaches yeah, that do. are that are helping us out. Yeah. We don't want to forget them. And no. wives. No, there's uh, – we can talk on that forever also, <laughs> all that. We'll take a break. We're coming back. 15 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Riley Fincher in here. Check Zach. On the fan, 107.9. 12 Vital Farms Farmer. For all of your hard work and bringing bounty to our table, I cannot imagine what our lives would be like without you. I know there are times when you must get tired and feel underappreciated, wondering why you do what you do. But please, know our household appreciates you every day. Our communities need you. Our country needs you. Vital Farms and its customers would like to thank all the farmers for their hard work this season. Learn more and leave your own holiday message for them at vitalfarms.com forward slash thank you. Actual customer note read by Vital Farms crew member. In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. Take a second to think about this. How safe and secure are your valuables? Your guns, jewelry, documents, and family heirlooms? What are you doing to protect them? You need a safe. At Locksmith TXK, they're all about access, control, and security. Check out Locksmith TXK today in their fully stocked showroom on Summerhill Road or on the web at locksmithtxk.com. They offer 100% financing and 12 months same as cash. Locksmith TXK, you found the right locksmith. Purina Accuration is a premium weather-resistant protein block with fat, vitamins, and minerals designed to balance nutrient deficiencies in fair and poor quality forages. It's convenient to feed livestock. No need for special feeders or shelters. Ask the folks at Miller Bowie Supply about Purina Accuration. Miller Bowie Supply, your local Purina feed store at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. Hey, y'all, by always looking local first, we're making sure our babies have a bright future. You know, local businesses depend on our support. They're usually first in line to support our local organizations. Let's do our part to always look local first. Don't throw your damaged cell phone away. It's repairable. Whether it's a screen replacement or micro soldering, M-Tech Electronics can repair it. And at the best price in town. Call them today for your smartphone, computer, and game console repairs. 4012 Summerhill Square, Texarkana. When you're craving a real, honest-to-goodness, old-fashioned hamburger with the freshest ingredients, and french fries that make a jackrabbit slap a hound dog. Head over to 201 East Broad, TLC Burgers and Fries. Open Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Open till 7, Friday and Saturday. Legacy Cleaners, formerly Holiday Cleaners, has 35 years experience and four locations in Texarkana and surrounding areas, including their newest location at 210 West 7th Street. For the best starch jeans in town, it's Legacy Cleaners. They can handle your finest threads. Look local first, and everybody benefits. From the store owners to people like you and me supporting them. Look local first. In this community, they call the fire department when the days go bad and they don't know what to do. There'll be a family member and will come up and give me a hug or shake my hand and say, hey, you took care of my dad X number of years ago and they just wanted to say thank you and how much it meant to them. Things like that just keep me going. I'm ready to come back and do it again. I try to take pride in, in, in every single thing that I do. When I'm needed in the community, I don't want them to ever think that I could have done more. And that's the beauty of volunteers. There's nothing stronger than the heart of a volunteer. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans.
The Texarkana Bowie County Family Health Center, 902 West 12th Street, provides supplemental foods which promote good health for infants and children up to age 5, pregnant breastfeeding and postpartum women, nutrition education programs, and nutritional development assessments, Monday through Thursday from 7 till noon and 1 to 6. Call 903-798-3250. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan. Brought to you by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, welcome back. We got about 10 minutes till top of the hour. Reminder, uh, no show until January the 2nd. We'll be back on on the 2nd, uh, a long Christmas break. And when we return to the air on the 2nd, um, we should also be uh, simulcasting on our sister station 1059. Right now, if you're into Christmas tunes, that's where you're going to be on January the 2nd. When you uh, get done with Christmas, you take down the decorations, you get ready to start a new year. 105.9 is going to be the home of ESPN, and we're very excited about that. This show will be on that station as well as this one, and uh, we're starting a new a new year and a new era of sports stuff. We'll have a lot more announcements as we get past the first of the year, but there are uh, things in the works. We've been very uh, happy to have the Cowboys. We have uh, made the announcement already that we're going to have the Rangers, and there's more coming, so... Uh, Yay for 2023 and go 2024. Absolutely. Riley, Absolutely. Riley Fincher, voice you hear as we're here for the last segment of things. We were talking college football off the air, and it's a great place to end this um, because, uh, after all, the bowl season's upon us. We have the last of the championships with four teams in it. Florida State's back in the news again today. So I'll give you the first, the first take on uh, Florida State. Were they unjustly done – or was it just the way it is? The way it is. I mean, it's – there's no – until there's a playoff – but even if there's a playoff system, like in uh, like in the FCS or Division Two, somebody's going to be left out. Yeah. There, somebody's going to be left out. So, it, number 13 is going to be they're, mad. They're going to be left right. out. I mean, you know, look at OBU this year in Division Two. You know, you know Henderson wins the last game. They, yep. They quote-unquote sneak in. All that stuff happens, um, but that's the way it is. That's the way the system is with Florida State. It was known that hey, we didn't like the computer system, so now we're going to put guys. It's going to be the eye test. Well, their eye test said nope. That's who we want in there. Well, so quarterback's not playing. Quarterback's You're not different. playing, and that's a that was a stipulation in yep. there. And they are a different team. Yep, they are uh, a different team. If if there was a a playoff system, the way and I st- you know you look on next year. I, and, uh, like you said, the thirteenth team's going to be mad. Sure, they're going to be mad, but but it won't be an unbeaten thirteenth. No, it, it won't be an unbeaten right. Thir- it'll be an Ole Miss this yeah. year. That's what, sure. you know, and they would have an argument, but but you're number thirteen. You're exactly. It's hard to say, man. I got screwed. I'm a three loss number thirteen, and this other three loss team got so what? Nobody cares. Yeah. But an unbeaten, you know, conference champion, not getting in, it's a different animal. Yeah, but and I think a lot of that, you look at the conference champion. What drives so much stuff is is on a small scale what we're doing. Yep, talking. Was everybody talked about who the two conferences are that right. they want to see and SEC Big Ten and the ACC all year was talked down on was talked down on and so they were penalized for the conference they're playing in. Like today, they're trying to change that if as you fast ha- as they can. If you <laughs> haven't heard, tomorrow's a meeting. The board of directors for Florida State are going to meet in Tallahassee, and apparently they are going to really have a serious discussion about what direction do we want to go in as a university. They're locked into a contract till 2036 with a $150 million penalty or payout if you want to get out of it. Uh, if you're looking to try to find another conference to get into, as the shuffling's kind of stopped for the moment, they didn't really get placated by adding in Stanford and Cal and SMU. And now they feel like if we had been in a stronger conference, we would be getting a shot at a national championship, and this needs to end. Where are you going? You going to the SEC? Because you're going to the SEC, there's now a 12-team playoff, and now you're competing not with Clemson. You're competing with Georgia and Alabama and Texas and Oklahoma and LSU, Florida. Well, Chip Kelly, the other day, I'm sure you saw it, his his clip, I think – 
he's spot on. It's not going to happen because it makes sense. There's there's too much cash involved <laughs> right. in the other thing because it makes sense. But to what he said, independent. Yep. Everybody play independent schedule. Keep your uh, regional rivalries. That would be huge. Yep. But yeah, Florida State. If they, I don't know. There's so much. I I just don't understand the everything is based on football, right. which I get. That's the money. That's what drives. It is. But now you're going to have these. You're going to have the teams from California in the Big Ten for a volleyball or a soccer match on a Thursday. In Rutgers in New Jersey. Flying cross country. Yeah, that's right. But they're student athletes. Yeah. we got to remember that still. Right. You know, that's what they care about. But I don't know. It's going to it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. The other one they don't talk about in, in this unhappiness of Florida State is University of Florida has to approve it. And I don't know that I'm – I, I don't want Florida State in my conference. I want them over there miserable. I want them over there locked out of the championship. I don't want them sharing the pie with me. And you know, we saw the the difference with A and M in Texas and how much angst there was about getting them back mm -hmm. together. Aggies didn't want to do that, obviously, and they kind of ended up screwing it up. I don't think Florida would ever approve Florida State. Somebody in the SEC is going to have to wave some huge cash in front of the Gators before they're going to say, yeah, okay, we'll let the Seminoles in, and, and why wouldn't we? Yeah, why would they let them in? You yeah. know, uh, Recruiting-wise, you know, is the main thing. That's the name of the game in college football is recruiting, and there's, there's no chance. And then somebody pays – how much money is too much money? Because they all got it. They all have it. Well, there is no such thing. <laughs> we, I mean, we know that. We, we saw a Shohei Otani contract. There yeah, is no such yeah, thing as too true. much money. Capitalism means I'm worth whatever somebody's willing to pay me. There is no cap. That's true. It just keeps going. And it's going to continue to go. Speaking of uh, contracts, got about three minutes. We were talking before we started the show. Uh, Michael Walker, who we tried to get on the show today. He's on an airplane today, unfortunately, so we couldn't get him on. Uh, has signed a free agent contract last week with Kansas City. Two years, $32 million. That ain't a bad payday if you that's get a, that. I'll be honest with you. That's a pretty good uh, – that's a good chunk of change yes. for somebody who's – and it's – What's crazy on Michael as I look at his picture right yeah. there, he's been in the league. This will be his 11th, 12th season. That's crazy. And you don't think – you still look at it as like, he just got there. Right. He just got there. Right. And everywhere he goes, it's not a – he competes and he's successful. You know, and that's, that's he, the name of it. As long as he stays healthy, he gives them innings. They're quality innings. He's got a quality out pitch. His changeup is, you know, devastating – his his changeup is you know he'll come back in town and he'll throw before he goes to spring training right. and he'll throw a bullpen just so the kids can see it and get a feel and tell them all hey stand back here and watch it and right. you see it and he's <laughs> he's throwing sixty five percent just getting but the the movement and yep. how it comes out but yeah for what yeah I mean he's earned it and it's awesome and uh you know to talk about it real fast he's so unassuming because yeah. the the playoff game we had against Carthage, you know, he's him and Tom and Lucas are there. Uh, uh, my wife was talking about it and right. saw him. I said, did anybody? And she's like, no, he just blended right in. That's right. Oh yeah. There's, he, he just he, blended he's right with in. the other six foot six or seven <laughs> yeah, guy, whatever yeah. he is now, six, seven guys but that are standing around there. Everybody's proud of him. It's awesome. Oh. It, it is awesome to see what he's continuing to do. And it's a great lesson. You don't have to throw through the wall to be successful. Movement's everything. And you have a, you got young guys. Yes. You had a freshman pitcher this past year who's the sky's the limit. It's great to see. Here's a major league guy that your freshman could probably throw harder than, but he's what making a thirty-two million dollar you know payday. You know, we tell them. I know we're very very close right now, but what we tell them, and I'm sure a lot of people do, is we're more concerned about location over yep. velocity. Can you hit your spot? Can you change speeds? Yep. And you can be very very successful at in the high school level at at his level, yep. if you can hit your spots and change speeds. There you go. When's your first day of practice? January the uh, 19th. All right, so you got a couple of weeks. First game? First scrimmage, February 2nd at Hallsville. First game, February, I think it's the 19th or 20th on Monday okay. at Carthage. All right. Open up their uh, brand-new park they have their facility, so it'll be a fun one. Hopefully a better open than last Hopefully year. Hopefully a better open than last year. We started a little rough. <laughs> Luckily, those guys, they turned it around. Our yes, young they guys, did. they grew up really, really fast last year. You had so. a great year. Should nope. be a great team coming back again. Thank you so much. All right. Tell you what, I hear music. That means we're out of time. Enjoy the holiday. Get a little rest. That's the plan. Eat a little, not a lot, eat a, a lot. little bit of food. I'm too old to keep eating a lot That's of food right. now. <laughs> 
and uh, we'll get you back in here. Absolutely. All Always right. enjoy it. We'll do it again. Always That's Riley Fincher. We're done for 2023. Again, a reminder, we'll be back on in January the 2nd. Enjoy the next couple of weeks, and uh, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the fan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana, 1079 The Fan.